you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch was probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. It's still cold in Winnipeg, but the Winter Option Festival is a great reason to leave the house. Produced by the West End Cultural Center in partnership with Real Love Winnipeg, the festival has some amazing shows happening this spring. And which police radio has tickets? Stay glued to our social media to see how you can win tickets for a series of great shows at XQ's Cafe and Lounge, featuring amazing local artists like Bobby Dove, El Leon and the Strangers, Joe Curtis, Ala Barker, The Noble Thieves. Two Crows for Comfort, 3L, and more. For more information including artist bios, concert schedules, and ticket links, check out the Winteruption website at www.winteruptionwpg.ca or find all of their events on Facebook. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up up your ass and get up on the All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, the guest on this episode is someone who's been on the show before, I think a couple times now, but this is the first time yeah. you've been on the show in this context. I mean, in previous uh, appearances, you've been with bands, and you have a, a kind of exciting new project that we're going to talk about today. So I think the best way to start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and maybe give a bit of background about what you've done in the music scene, because I think a lot of people uh, would recognize you from various projects over the years. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm Josh. Played in... Uh generally rock and metal bands over the last 25 years or so. Um, most notably, probably Electric Order Staff. Yeah. Um, did some rock stuff in the 2000s with, geez, if I could, <laughs> we might be here all day. If right, I right. All, there's, but, there's, a list, uh, there's a list of them. People have seen you uh, yeah, yeah. In, in a lot of bands. Most yeah. recently, yeah, yeah, Witch Trip and, uh, and El Diablo. Cool. And then you have a new project, which um, is a solo project, which I guess is very different than what you've done um, that people would know you for. So what, what's, what's the background on that? Um, I've always been sort of a tinkerer with music. Um, I love creating just on my own and either showing it to people or showing it to people and collaborating. So I've, I've got a backlog of songs and cool. just haven't had a sort of box to put, put them in. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, pandemic came and bands jammed less. That so was going to be my next question. Yeah. Is this a pandemic project? It, it definitely seems like it is yeah. because people are finding time to do something a little different and, and maybe, uh, experiment a bit more because there's just been this free time with no shows and no rehearsals or nothing. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I just decided to, to focus my efforts on myself and as most or many people have, I'm yeah. sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm having a blast doing it. So cool. 
Well, and, and I guess sonically, this is a little different too. I was listening to the demos today, and um, I mean, it's, it's electronic music, first of all. It has, uh, yeah. I, th- I think, uh, you know, to my untrained ear with electronic music, I feel like it has some of the edge that a lot of your heavier stuff um, had, but it's, uh, it's pre- presented a little bit differently, right? So what's the kind of uh, genesis of this style with you? Like, have you always been interested in doing this kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I think actually uh, the keyboard was my first instrument. Oh, cool. Um, not that I was any good at it, but I've always had it, you know, some of those old sampling Casio uh, keyboards. And, those things are awesome. Um, they were amazing. I, I That was like the start of, of me writing music when I was six or seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. R- record the songs to tape and had friends come over and do silly vocals over top. But uh, enough about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think the... God Blender project is that far off from the metal and rock bands yeah, that have been in at yeah. least so- sonically like all of those those tones are there like it's it can be aggressive at times it can be melodic at times it can be um at least st- structurally uh pretty similar yeah. to to uh you know uh, typical rock song or you know three and a half minutes you gotta start or a you know intro verse chorus verse bridge chorus kind of thing so it's not straying too far from that structure um as opposed to you know some of the freeform electronic that's out there sure yeah yeah you're still doing heavy music right i mean it's just it's just uh it's just a little bit of a different uh palette you're using to, to put it together yeah absolutely and some of those songs started on the electric guitar so okay that's um, not surprising. <laughs> Having listened to it, that's not mm-hmm. surprising at all. Is it? Is it weird to to? Do you have to like separate your thought process to kind of transpose that over to uh, electronic stuff, or, or is it still sort of the same uh, like structure in your in your head when you're putting this together? Yeah, um, it it generally starts um, in two different ways. As I said earlier. Um, on the electric guitar and even fully fleshed out on the electric guitar and then sort of like, uh, you know, laid out on the keyboard or, uh, you know, with a arpeggio or or a drum beat or something. And then um, sort of builds and changes and evolves that way. And and sometimes it starts, you know, with the drums or it starts with just a looping bass line that I, I uh, I put together and just started putting melodic parts over top. Would these would these tracks have been like if the pandemic hadn't happened? If you know your bands had been able to continue sort of straight through, do you think that these mm-hmm. would have ended up as songs in in Witch Trip or in in, in some other project? No, no. There's what, no, what's I the difference so. then? I guess what's the difference for you as a writer that that makes these sort um, of standalone as the, as this? I think they are a bit more nostalgic okay. sounding. Um, they have, a, they have, you know, an eighties feel to them. They've got an early nineties feel to them, which, you know, this is a huge influence and in, in, it can be an influence in, in some of the rock and metal sure. stuff I've put out. But um, yeah, I think it's uh a lot of these songs don't fit as well 
okay. you know, with, with, with a rock band or a, or a metal band. Well, and I've experimented, like I've, I've gone back and forth. There's, there's been songs where I've recorded two versions, you know, there's okay. a, there's a metal version and then there's the electronic version. And, uh, there's always a winner, at least for me. Right, right. So, well, that if kind I never of, kind of leads to another question. Though, if you, sorry to interrupt, but like, do, I know we're sort of far off from that right now because no one knows what's happening with the pandemic and everything. But, mm-hmm. are you planning on playing these live? And if so, are you planning on keeping it as a solo thing, or is this something you could foresee becoming a bigger project? You know, with still the electronic elements, but some live instruments as well. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, I'm working on figuring out how to do that. Um, and it would involve bringing in some players because the idea of, for me anyways, um, just standing on stage by myself, you know, playing one instrument while yeah. there's, you know, a dozen others in the background. It, I don't think that works for me. Like I like um, the idea of, you know, a live drummer, you know, there are, guitar passages in, in, in the songs. Yeah. So, um, bass obviously, and then, you know, focusing on maybe the lead or, you know, something else to focus on live. Yeah. I think that, that could, uh, that could do well. I mean, obviously the, the some of the stuff would be, um, tracks, you know, in order to, to play it, with a completely live band, I think it would just be too many, sure, too many cooks in the kitchen. Sure. But uh, you know, the idea of a three-piece really appe- appeals to me, like drummer, guitar, keyboard. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool.
I guess like to rewind a bit. I mean, I feel like over the course of the past two and a bit years, I've been talking to everyone about the pandemic. Everyone who comes on the show is dealing with it in some way or another in terms of how it's mm-hmm. affecting them as musicians, right? And um, like some people are seem to be either one or the other. It's either they're super creative and they have this rush of, of ideas and things they want to record or they are recording and all these crazy projects or they're just completely stumped and they can't. <laughs> like they, they just can't yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like you've obviously you seem more like the latter in the sense that you have or that's sort of the former in the sense that you you have the stuff you've been working on but what has i mean how has this affected you sort of um creatively as this um you've clearly been busy <laughs> yeah but i mean has it yeah, impacted busy. you has it affected your sort of uh, the way you write or, or your kind of willingness Definitely. to write even? yeah because putting together a fleshed out electronic song um, as much as I had tinkered in the past with with you know flourishes here and there yeah. in some of my bands, it's I've never done that and released it. So it was sort of um, it was scary in a way to like step out of the you know the scene a bit. Yeah. Um, well, because you've been there for twenty five years, like you said, right? I mean, it's been your whole yeah. life basically has been playing in that scene. Pretty close, yeah. <laughs> Since uh, well. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think when people hear it, they'll they'll find that it it could appeal to sort of some of uh, the you know the people that I've been around in the scene for for as long as I have. I think um, when people hear it, it's not going to be that far, you know, out to space. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, it it. It's it's scary in a way, like, like I said, but um, but yeah, I think I think there's some common ground there. How has it been um, received so far? I know you 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 know you're working on getting a, a proper EP out, but you have these demos that have been out there for for a while now. I guess some of them six seven months. Mm-hmm. Right? What is that uh, kind of how have they been received by people who have you know I'm sure most people hearing them are people who have played in bands with you or have heard you play in bands and they they have an idea of what your sound is. Like, yeah. What's the reaction been to this stuff? There's, you know, I've had a few people reach out to me and and tell me that you know they dig what it, what's going on, and a few people that I um, haven't heard from, which is to be expected. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's sort of um, I don't know if it's seen as like a novelty or something that uh, you know just doing in my spare time but uh yeah like i'm 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 pretty focused on this right now and uh not that i'll never play metal again because i absolutely will (laughs) um but yeah it's uh it's it could if i had to guess i'd say some some of my friends were maybe a little surprised but um but I've, i've had positive feedback cool Cool. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's, what, that's what you want, especially if you're planning on, you know, continuing with this for sure. Um, oh, absolutely. How does, I mean, uh, again, not to dwell on the temp- pandemic, because I'm really sick of talking about it, like just in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you are too. But um, mm-hmm. what is, I mean, now that shows are starting to come back and now that, you know, it looks like bands are able to finally get some semblance of normalcy in the relatively near future. How does that impact yeah. sort of the timing of this? I mean, you know, you've had the pandemic to work on this. You've been... Yeah. necessarily kind of locked up like everyone has been and, and, and focused on this project and now suddenly as you're about to you know you want to get this released 
now everything else is coming back and bands are coming back and mm-hmm. you can do that that side of things too does that what's the impact on this project um so far i mean none of my other bands are practicing right now okay. so okay yeah and you know for various reasons it's you know, the pandemic's partly to blame and yeah sometimes you know you take a year off from something and people find other things to do and find other things to occupy their time with so um um yeah it's as of right now it's it's the only thing musically at least um i have going on right now cool cool was there a was there a learning curve to uh, just like handling the? Um, I mean, I know you've been in a lot of projects that I've recorded in the past. I, you're you're very familiar with how that works, but just in terms of mm-hmm. recording electronic music and, and just like the 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 art of putting the whole thing together, was that? Uh, yeah. Did that take a bit of like oh, a, an uphill absolutely. battle to figure that out? Yeah, I think I recorded twelve songs before I um recorded the last three, which you've heard now. Okay. Um, yeah, it took a lot of recording adjusting editing throwing it away recording adjusting editing throwing it away and then sort of like honing in on what it was that i was comfortable with and what it was that i felt um i was capable of so i'm you know i'm still learning yeah um and as i was you know as a guitar player i was always learning i hope to always be inspired and find new things and yeah throw away tracks and come out with new ones yeah yeah get get cut out the, the stuff that doesn't work and, and keep the yeah for sure for sure i mean i, I would hope Absolutely. most people do that right <laughs> it's, a, it's a good strategy yeah. to have yeah 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 well hopefully i'm not filtering out too much but. <laughs> right
in listening to the tracks that you have out now, the demos, um, and I feel like this with a lot of electronic music, it has the the tendency, and not that metal doesn't do this, but it has the tendency mm. to kind of um, be very. Um, I don't know if atmospheric is the right word, but it, it, it seems very uh, like scene setting almost. Cinematic. Right? It's cinematic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like it's definitely um, acting more as as like color to some kind of an event rather than being the event itself. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That's got to be different um, to write to when you're making something that is maybe like I feel like heavier music is more or less um, the emotional aspect of it is is front and center, and it's you mm-hmm. can't. It's not subtle, right? I mean, it can be, but yeah. just in general, I mean, you know, you're playing in a fast, heavy band. It, it, the, the feeling part of it is, is right there in your face, right? And this is a little bit different yeah. because it's slower, uh, it, it, slower building to that kind of emotional, you know, uh, climax or whatever you want to call it. What is that like kind of piecing that part of it together? Because, I mean, it obviously has feeling to it. Right? It's not just mm-hmm. a bunch of bleeps and bloops devoid of right. emotion, right? I mean, there's, 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 there's that, that, that element of it is still there. Is it like, do you feel like you have more time or more, more, more space maybe even in these kind of songs yeah. to, to pull those out? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'm finding I'm, you know, stacking too much, too much, you know, at one right. time and right. I have to like pull it back. And sometimes you, that's some like part of the process for me anyways is, building the song out, putting, you know, a bunch of parts in and then sitting there and saying, okay, what do I want to take away now? Right. right. What, what's, uh, how can I get what I'm trying to get across more efficiently so that it's not like, you know, you're focusing on like too many things at once and you're just sort of losing it. So, um, that probably, you know, adds to that sort of more, dynamic or atmospheric sound and um i think just with the style that i'm sort of focusing on which some might call uh synth wave or dark synth or whatever um i think there's a lot of movie soundtrack influence for sure specifically like 80s action movies and stuff like that. Well, when you said the 80s, that 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 definitely made me think of that. It's like, oh yeah, this totally sounds like it could be it could be in the background of an 80s movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, and or like a awesome, you know, racing game from the 90s. You know, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's that's not what I'm like intending, but it, as as I'm building the tracks and those influences start to pop out, it's like, okay, I see where this is coming from. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. It's that subconscious stuff that just kind of reveals itself as you're making it, right? So oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. What's, um, I mean, are there certain artists that, that, that influence this particularly? I mean, I know, like, we've kind of just talked about just now, like, those those kind of uh, mm-hmm. elements, like movie soundtracks and, and video games and things like that, that that sort of seep through. But are there, I mean, are there other artists that are doing something similar that you were listening to heavily sort of in the lead up to this? Yeah. Um, and a lot of them are either former or current like metal musicians or yeah, metal a, like that's a thing right I adjacent mean, yeah it seems like even locally um, there's people from who have been in metal bands or are in metal bands who are doing shit like this and it's, it's cool like uh, what is it it's like why does that happen getting older <laughs> who knows maybe it's like challenging myself and um but to answer your your question yeah. um carpenter brute um is is a huge one um just 
he was uh, an engineer, so audio en- engineer who's doing a lot of heavier bands out in, uh, I think he's from France, but, um, mm-hmm. and then he just decided one day he, with his knowledge of like sonic, um, you know, uh, uh, sonic, you know, well, is textures uh, maybe the right word? Cause it seems like this textures, stuff is very textural. Absolutely. Like, yeah. 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 He just decided to go for it. And so that was a, a big influence. And, um, I, when I heard that, I was like, okay, this is put together in a way I understand. Right. Where listening to, um, you know, like Aphex Twin or something, that's, that's just. It's like another universe, right? Yeah. 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 It's another universe. Yeah. Like it doesn't compute for me. For sure. No, I can see but, that. Yeah. But, but, you know, hearing something that's, you know, where the synth lead works just as well as a guitar lead yeah and hearing that like packaged with like an aggressive bass and and like loud drums it's like okay this makes sense to me yeah i can i can like transfer my skills in this way and and keep myself interested it, it is kind of cool how, how that is a thing though like people who play metal music and various all the various subgenres of metal you often see them kind of venturing over into the electronic side of things. And there's obviously been some high profile crossover. Uh, I mean, between yeah. those two genres like for years. Right. But it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, I don't know the answer to that, to why, but yeah, it's, um, could be just getting old and people are w- more willing to tinker and, and do things like kind of at home rather than go out and, uh, you know, practice yeah. 12 times a week or whatever. Oh, absolutely. And there's, there's an allure to the gear that's involved too. And, yeah. Uh, well, and you can yeah. still have that heaviness too, right? As as a one man project, which you yeah, couldn't necessarily absolutely. get. Absolutely, and that's a good point. If you had an acoustic guitar and you were doing folk versions of songs, that's that's cool too. But it doesn't have that yeah. same kind of just like you know overbearing heaviness that you can get out of a distorted guitar or a. That's synth. right. Yeah, the drive is. I'm. It's the drive, and like the perceived aggressiveness of the music. Yeah. Like there's a lot of distortion involved and there's a lot of um like evil minor keys dark sounding stuff yeah yeah dark sounding stuff absolutely yeah
maybe is too big of a question for the purposes of the podcast but what is the draw of that stuff to you like i mean you know just in this conversation here people listening to it for the first time who don't know you Mm -hmm. will you seem like a very calm very you know uh not the type of person you'd expect is listening to just like crazy heavy stuff right but what is it about the dark the the dark music or the, the the aggressive music that appeals to you as a listener um that's a good question um it's just, you know, it, it makes you feel like moving in a way, you know, it, uh, it just, just takes a hold of you and makes you want to go out and do something, even though you might not feel like it at the time. Which I guess is the thing about every good kind of music, right? Is It does that in some mm-hmm. way. It grabs you and makes you want to do something whatever it is like i mean yeah, yeah i can see the parallels to something like funk or, or even hip-hop or electronic music i mean there's so many different genres that, that that's what they do right it just yeah i guess it makes Absolutely. you want to to react <laughs> to the music in whatever yeah. way that whatever form that takes right absolutely so this is um i mean by the time people hear this uh the the, the release likely won't be out your demos are available now what's your sort of mm-hmm. plan for rolling this out to uh people to hear the, the finished product yeah, um, I'm looking to collaborate on some future material. So um, a big part of me wanting to get this out is to, you know, say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Hit me up." Yeah. Um, I can only work on music by myself for so long. Um, would be nice to get some, you know, some vocals or uh, you know another ear involved and just see where it goes and. 
just step out of you know the the box that i put myself in yeah yeah with uh with playing metal for as long as i have yeah do you have sort of a timeline on when you want to get this actually uh properly released and, and mixed and all that stuff yeah yeah the ep should be out this month cool um and i will follow that up with another ep i might sort of follow a similar um release schedule as uh, previously mentioned carpenter brute who had uh three eps and then sort of combine those into his first lp oh cool okay um before putting out an, uh, a first official lp right. so you know just allows me to sort of focus the the direction and and see where i want to take this well this may be uh something i was i was meaning to ask you earlier is i imagine for this kind of stuff there's probably a, a decent community online of people who are making this kind of music and and probably sharing it as well right has that mm-hmm, uh, have you found kind of like you know like-minded people out there who are doing something that uh, i have connects? but you know what i've i've reached out to some friends uh who are musicians and most of them are not involved in electronic music yeah and i think partly because i want them to step out of their box right and And join um, you in the new box yeah Yeah. absolutely (laughs) um but there's a huge community and a ton of great music being put out and you know a lot of it is underground there's a few um bigger artists that you know like gunship and perturbator and yeah well, I guess the There's, reason I, the reason I was asking that is is because does does that kind of having that community, I guess, online that 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 celebrates this kind of music, mm-hmm. does that affect how you're planning on releasing this once you actually have the EPs done and everything? I mean, is it, are you intending to release something physically here in Winnipeg, or is it going to be an online only yeah. project? Or what, what are you looking at? I think f- for now, just online, but um, in the future, I'd like to package it in, in some form or another. Um, seed. I mean, right, you can tell I'm yeah. a huge fan of CDs. So, yeah, me too. Same um, area. Yeah. <laughs> there are a few of us left. Uh, CDs, <laughs> CDs, yeah. not dead. Um, but it would be nice to, to, you know, to have something physical to put on the big stereo and stuff totally. like that. And, How do people find this now? I mean, I mean, I know you're you're sort of just launching this, um, you know, over the past few months as as your the, the solo project. But um, what's the best way to track it down if someone uh, wants to check it out? Yeah, right now I do have a Bandcamp, and uh, I think there's a couple other Godblenders on there. So forgive me if I get this wrong. Well, you um, want, uh, but for before you you say the URL, I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. So if you got a Bandcamp, oh, that's perfect. That'll work better because I, every time anyone yeah. tries to tell me the, the the address of their Bandcamps, it's always like you know one letter wrong or something. So we'll save you the trouble. Yeah. But um, so God Blender and on Bandcamp. On, yeah, and, and SoundCloud. I think it's uh, God Blender Music. Okay, is what you would search, and and we'll, we'll link to that as well. I'm sure. So cool, cool. Yeah, I'll put that put that in there as well. Is there? I mean, if someone hears this and wants to, uh, like you're saying, you want to collaborate with people, what's the best way to get in touch yeah. with you um, for that kind of stuff? Yeah, you can message me through SoundCloud. Okay, that's probably the best way. Um, apart from giving up my email yeah, on, right, on the internet, right, right. which, you know, I'm sure you could find it if you wanted, but uh, that, or if you know me, just hit me up. Cool. Cool. I like and that. I've got, I do have some friends that are 
we have plans for for collaboration i don't know if i can announce anything yet but uh there'll there'll be some some pretty fun stuff coming out awesome uh, under the goblander name or is this gonna be something different yeah yeah well you know who knows uh <laughs> definitely under the goblander name but uh perhaps in, in other forums as well right on 